1: a place
2: to hide away Oh, I mean. Let's get some sports. I want to say congrats to Kobe Bryant. Uh, last night, he scored 60 points in his last game before retiring.
0: Ladies, put your hands together.
3: I can't believe how fast 20 years went by. I mean, this is crazy. You know, I grew up, I grew up a diehard, I mean, a diehard Laker fan. Die-hard. So, to be drafted and then traded to this organization and to spend 20 years here, I mean, you can't, you can't write something better than this.
4: Yesterday was so far away.
5: They was far away And I know I can't turn back Cause yesterday
4: is Go Are you ready? I like them when they're really big and I think it's better when they're enormous. you they think you can tell us what to do. You
6: have to ask me nicely.
4: you, think you tell us what to wear. Oh, hell no! You think that you're better. How am I going to stick this in a G-Straight? You better get ready. Oh, it doesn't feel short. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Oh! Uh.
0: Yeah, pack of ass producers.
5: Oh, Gary. Merry Christmas. You better ready to do some kissing. Black on. Wax off.
0: I hear there's rumors on the, uh, internets.
6: Oh, boy. I've never gotten a package this big. I've always wanted to have a huge package.
5: What? We're going to do this without strippers? God, here we go
4: again. R. W. R. C. Due to some sexual content, parental discretion is advised.
2: Well, well, well. Man. Sometimes you think you know and you don't know. Today will be one of those kind of surreal days to be honest. Um It's uh It's hard when you're uh a father especially of daughters. <laughs> I'm not taking anything away uh from those that Are fathers of sons. But for me, I can only speak of being a father of daughters. I have two daughters. Uh, Uncle Walls has a son and a daughter. But uh, I got to be honest. Yesterday was a day that, you know, obviously no one's seen coming. Um, I have always been a guy who respects Kobe Bryant uh I respected his game. He of course reminded me a lot of Mike, who's my favorite athlete of all time. And you know, to see a guy that has went on since he retired in 2016 and has done so much off the court and of course he did it throughout his 20-year career as well. To see yesterday's events kind of unfold and of course just like anything else, when it's a major event, you hear this, you hear that, some's true, some's false, and you you really honestly don't know what to think, you know, um, yesterday was a day that I got back to music for the first time in several years, and, you know, was happy, and was with my bandmates, and we were practicing for the first time together in, in probably, I would say, three years, and... I started getting text messages and I was like, I don't even know what anybody's talking about because I'm held up in this in this room practicing and not really paying attention to social media or anything else. And of course, I start paying attention to it and I'm like, I hope that this is a hoax because so many times we've seen hoax, uh, hoaxes that have hit the internet and people think they're hilarious and funny to go out and say that someone has lost their life and typically it's a celebrity of some kind and you know I, I'll i never understand the logic and, and the mindset of some people who think it's just okay to go to social media and start trying to get some kind of attention uh, and do things like that but it's cool because hell's going to be a hot hot place for your ass one day when when you uh when you finally get to meet your maker, whoever that is, but uh as it unfolded and you start realizing that it's true for me personally i i you know it's it's not like many of us know Kobe Bryant as a person at all, but when you certainly follow this guy from the day he comes out of lower Marion high School in Philadelphia to being drafted by the Charlotte Hornets, to being traded to the L.A. Lakers, to go on to be one of the greatest to ever play the game. Over time, you feel like you know them. You know, you have a lot of people in life that, uh, you know, heroes. Who are real heroes, you know? I always recall what Charles Barkley has said about, I'm not your role model. I'm not a role model. And, um, you know, unfortunately for Chuck, and he's one of my favorite people on the planet, um, you, you are. You, you are, whether you want to be or not. Um, you know, there are people that are, are are watching us right now and listening to us right now that you may not realize, but you are a role model to someone. You may not have any idea that you even are. And uh, to see what Kobe Bryant has done with his platform, regardless of the things that maybe marred his career a little bit with the allegations and stuff, that obviously charges were dropped. He was never charged with it. Um this guy has went on to use his platform for great things, man. Uh, it it kind of sums it all up when you when you now see uh, the rest of the victims that were in the helicopter uh, that unfortunately uh, crashed and they all lost their lives yesterday. What you see is Kobe being Bryant with his, with his daughter Gianna, with what looks to be two other teammates and their parents, and then, of course, the pilot. They were getting in a helicopter and making their way to the Mamba Center to play a basketball tournament. Something that every one of us have done at some point in time as parents, whether you've hopped in a ride just to go to Joe JOMAC for baseball, whether you've hopped in a ride, and, and I'll tell you, this is, this is why I have such a hard time with this, you know, obviously I respect Kobe and and it's a it's an awful situation, but you have to start thinking about Kobe as a human. Like, let's let's take Kobe Bryant off the pedestal of being number eight or number twenty four for the Los Angeles Lakers and one of the greatest to ever play the game. Let's take him off of that and let's make Kobe Bean Bryant today a dad and a husband. He was taking his daughter. To go play basketball. That is hard to digest. Um, as a dad of two daughters. One both played volleyball. One still currently plays volleyball and travel ball. It just so happens her very first tournament of her J-O season is this weekend. And we will be traveling together. Um, that's what I think about he was a dad he was a husband this guy was a humanitarian uh all his charitable all his charitable things that he has done those are the things that he didn't have to do you know he he didn't have to do in today's society I think we have become so numb to well yeah he's not a dad or he's not a good husband or Man, uh, you know, look at look at these look at these change look look at these twelve cars look at these fourteen houses. Let's Kobe Bryant has has been nothing but a model athlete who has used his platform for great things. And even after it was over, this guy could have retired in the hills and just done nothing, but he's done anything but that. And um, it's it's tough to digest today, man. I'm I'm gonna be honest. it, it was hard yesterday. I, I watched and read everything, and it's just hard. And um, you know, today we're we're gonna do our show, and we're gonna do the best that we can to to try and remember Kobe Bryant and all of the victims of that awful crash. It, it's just it, it's hard because what this shows, and, and if you'll look at social media, I, I, I've heard people over my years of of doing this, and I've done this for a long time. Oh, man, y'all just talk about sports. Man, y'all just talk about sports. Well, yesterday was sports, right? I mean, Kobe Bryant is known because of a sport, the game of basketball. And now it has taken over the entire world, and it just shows you the impact that one man can have in his platform. His platform just happened to be sports sports. That led to other platforms. And um it, it's it's uh it's it's really hard to wrap my mind around, I'll be honest with you. And so um we'll see what we can't do today uh to talk about Kobe Bryant, obviously his wonderful family. Uh you look at his wife Vanessa and uh she is she is going to have a, a hard, hard road ahead of her. Of course, he leaves behind his wife, Vanessa, three other wonderful daughters, and they're having to deal with that today. Of course, the families of the other victims as well. We'll talk about them. Uh, You know, and that was one thing yesterday that I didn't understand why people were getting upset. It was like some people were getting upset that people were talking so much about Kobe and Gianna, but weren't talking about everybody else. But what I think people don't understand is those other names of those victims were not being released. So it was very hard to talk about something that you didn't know about. You you couldn't talk about the other victims because their names were not being released. And now their names are finally being released this morning, you know, in totality. And so you can talk about them. Let's not act like Kobe or Gianna overshadow the deaths of the other, the other seven victims in this, in this terrible tragedy. That's, that's not the case. Um, if anything, it shows you who Kobe was. You know, this this is, this is a guy who has flown in copters to the majority of his games at the Staples Center because he wanted to avoid L.A. traffic. You know, this is something, again, this was just a normal, this is like you jumping in your car this morning, turning on the ignition and heading to work. Unfortunately, there are going to be people that jump in their car today, turn on their ignition, and they never make it to work where they never make it home. It just so happens, though, that you may or may not hear about it. We're hearing about it because of who Kobe was. And so we'll do the best that we can do today. And uh, it's uh, it's right. Garrett Collison chiming in on Facebook Live, you know, with what Jay Williams said. And I've watched that video multiple times. Multiple times. Life is precious. Love the people around you. Stop getting upset over the things that don't matter with people that do matter. That's outstanding. You know, I'm loving the stuff that I'm seeing on social media walls because you know this as much as I do, that all the hate and all the stuff that we've seen on social media, especially recently with the impeachment stuff. And of course, anytime you have an election coming up, you're seeing all this hateful stuff. The thing that I love about about social media is it can change in a heartbeat and Kobe Bryant in his legacy has began to make people think a little bit differently on social media hate is a strong word you know if you haven't spoke to somebody who at one point in time meant something to you because they said something they did something whatever is it really worth it because you never know, you never know. Life is absolutely short, and you cannot take it for granted. And um, we will uh, we'll do our best today. Walsh?
1: No, well said. I, I don't have anything else to really add to it. Um, I would just say this, and 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 this is something my grandfather told me years ago. He said, a dead man can't read his gravestone. Yeah. And it basically, I, you know, when he first said that, I kind of like, what? He's think about that. He said, you know, when you've passed and you're long gone, uh, you leave a legacy. And people will talk about you. Will it be good or bad? You know, make sure it, whatever they say about you is good and 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 if people who really care about you they'll they'll make sure it's on your gravestone and that's what he said he said you know a dead man can't read his gravestone and um so you know and, and so that's always has kind of stuck with me you know that uh do good for yourself but do good for other people around you and good things will happen and you know and and you know, in this, in this instance, you know, Kobe was doing a lot of good things for people besides himself. And, um, tragically, he, again, here's another example of somebody who left us too damn early.
2: ain't no doubt. And his 13 year old daughter, Gianna, um, of course, teammates. Uh, it just, it, I, I can't, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm struggling to wrap my mind around it. Um, You know, it it makes me reflect back uh, with myself and my youngest daughter, Tegan. Um, It makes me think of one trip in particular that we took together. And uh, she had an opportunity to go to a college showcase, and uh, it was in Jackson, Mississippi. But it just so happened that we had to go down on a Friday, get up early on a Saturday morning. She did the college showcase, and then we left Jackson, Mississippi, and we drove – we drove all the way in to, I think it was Conway, Arkansas, and she jumped out, went and hopped on the court and played a tournament. Like it was just one of those things where it was double duty. And so we drove miles upon miles. And, and I think about just looking at my daughter and the conversations that we've had, and that time we spend together is ours. And so I think about Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and that time that he spent with her was theirs. Basketball was how they related to each other a lot, and you see them. Any pictures you see of them typically are basketball-related, him teaching her the game, them sitting courtside, Uh, Kobe just being a freaking dad at a basketball tournament. There's pictures of him just standing around at a basketball tournament just being a dad. He happened to be her coach, too, and those are the things, man, that, that hit me the hardest is, again, Kobe Bryant was an outstanding you know, one of the greatest to ever play the game. But, again, I go back to he was a dad and a husband and a man. And uh, those are the things that are the hardest right now, I think, to uh, to wrap my mind around. Back in action, hotline 870 MC Express Texlawn 870 372 RWRC at 7972. And of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash social media sideline Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook. It is a My Jam Monday. And if you want, uh, that first song was by request. It goes out to Mr. A. Uh, he chimed in on a Rhino Car Wash social media sideline on Twitter and requested that. You got requests today. If you want requests for. Uh, Kobe, for Gianna, for the people involved, we'll we'll play whatever you ask for and whatever you need to get you going uh, today on this lovely, lovely My Jam Monday, live from the Unico Bank Studios right here on 95.3 The Ticket, AM 970, and of course, the all-new 96.9. Of course, we're on Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel 21, streaming video on Facebook Live, streaming audio on the TuneIn. Radio app. Let's see, we've got uh, Zach on hold already on the Back in Action Hotline. We'll get into uh, your game day forecast to uh, get this show kicked off and started. Of course, it is brought to you by the Camo Shop inside of R&R Farm Equipment and uh, all that other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, of course, as always, it is followed up by all that other stuff as well
5: Jonesboro.
1: All right, let's look at the game day forecast. March by the camo shop. High of 54 today, partly cloudy Tuesday. High of 48 uh, p.m. showers move in Tuesday night into Wednesday. High on Wednesday is 40, and the temperature starts dropping to 30 degrees. Uh, could be right now, looking at the weather models. Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, we might see some of the white stuff here in the NEA. But uh, Thursday to Sunday, uh, temperatures get back in the 40s up to the 60s by the weekend and partly cloudy. In the queue today, we get a chance to talk a little A-State tennis, some A-State bowling, A-State track, and some A-State soccer. All right, on to all that other stuff on this date, 1956. Elvis Presley released Heartbreak Hotel. Also on this date, 1976, the TV series Laverne and Shirley debuted on ABC. It ran to 1983. 1987, At This Moment by Billy Vera and the Beaters. It's number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It holds that spot for four weeks. 1988, LL Cool J released Going Back to Cali as a single. Also on this date in 1989, Skid Skid Row released their self-titled debut album, and finally, on this date, nineteen ninety-one, and no one has ever done it any better than this. She set she set the bar. Whitney Houston sang the "Star Spangled Banner" on this date at <clears throat> Super Bowl twenty-five.
2: Well, oh, there ain't no doubt, no doubt. Uh, and, no you, and no one's, no one's. You would have a hard time. No one's has out been, doing that. One. No
1: one has ever gotten close. it. Yeah. no,
2: no doubt. Coming up on the show, of course, we will have your Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. Uh, Damn man, really, brought to you by Stadium Auto Body, by the numbers, brought to you by United Pawnbrokers Brokers of Jonesboro, and of course, five random facts on this Monday, brought to you by Orville's Men's Store Shop, Orville's, show off your stash. All right, we'll head to the back in action hotline, and uh, we will talk to our man, Zach. What up, dude?
7: What's going down, wild man?
2: Uh, you know, uh just uh another lovely Monday in the neighborhood.
7: Yeah, well I don't know if level is as high would, uh Target, but yeah, it's it's definitely a Monday, that's for damn sure. What's up, Walls?
1: Uh I think you pretty much summed it up. It's a Monday. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, yeah. I can honestly say, you know, in my lifetime I wasn't around when stubborn Munson had his plane crash at age thirty two and passed away and then Even before that, Roberto Clemente, you know, died age 38, you know, going down to Nicaragua bringing food and supplies. Uh, So I I can say this is easily the biggest, uh, you know, other than the Dale Earnhardt Sr. fatal wreck. This has got to be the biggest tragedy in sports in my lifetime, without a doubt. You know, Kobe Bryant, age 41 years old. Had a lot of living to do. His daughter Gianna, thirteen years old, and then the other casualties that had uh that was it, was it parents with uh, children also that were that were teammates of Gianna's.
2: Yes, yes, uh, and we're still trying to get clarity on them. But just based on the photos and who was on board, uh, it basically looked as if Kobe and Gianna, and then of course, you know, we've we've talked a little bit briefly about uh, some of the others that were. <clears throat> that were in the plane, but it does look as if it was parents on their way to just, uh, yeah. to just go support their kids, man.
7: Yeah. You know, I had a question. They said the this, this helicopter, it was a 1991 model. So it was 29 years old. Look, I mean, in terms of helicopters, a off of a helicopter, I don't know, but well, that's probably getting up there. Wouldn't you say an age for a helicopter? I mean, I, you know, almost thirty years worth. I mean, I just wonder what cachet this helicopter was in to begin with.
1: Well, the the the, the main thing is that um, there was an ATC uh, basically. You know, nothing was was going in and out of Southern California yesterday. They had ATC the delays. Yeah, and and, and so. You know, who yeah. get, whoever gave them the clearance to take off, I, you know, I don't know. Like I said, you know, the the, the, the NSTB is, is on the ground at, at that location right now. They have been since this happened. And, and yeah. you know, it's going to take some time for them to sort it out. But uh, why the pilot took off, uh, we'll, I mean, we'll know. We'll, I mean, we'll find out. But but the thing is. Yeah, they
7: got to look at that black box, right? Yeah,
1: but but the thing is, like, if you hear the. You hear the uh, the the audio from the sheriff's department when they when they got the call when the call went out, um, yeah. they were talking about sent a copter there and they said uh, no go on the copter everything is grounded. Yeah, you know, and, and so that's why I, it just it's just one of the so so I don't you know, the 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 age of the aircraft, you know I I, I I can't really go buy into that because I mean all the years that I flew. Uh, for Piedmont and U.S. Air, uh, I mean, up to the day that they finally, you know, sold these things, I mean, we were flying 737s and 727s that were built back in the 60s, you know, but they, but they were yeah. they were good at aircraft. I mean, as long as you keep the maintenance yeah. up on them, you know, aircraft is an aircraft. Um, but yeah. but the thing is, is that my, my one question is, if ATC had grounded all all air travel at that time in and out of Southern California or the Los Angeles area, who gave him the clearance to take off is, is my question. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. It, and we'll get to the bottom of it.
7: Right. Well, you know what, uh, guys, automobile incidents are a lot more common than helicopter crashes. I mean, yeah, they happen, they can happen, but who would have thought that, you know, to wood traffic and, you know, uh, vehicle incidents are a lot more common than helicopter incidents.
1: Would you agree on that to an extent? Uh, yeah, and and that's the thing is is that you know whenever there is a a situation where it, it 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 is related to air travel, be it a helicopter or a plane, whatever, you know, it's always when when something happens, it's always how do I say this without being grotesque? But it's always it's 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 there's dying in in a mass number. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, is that many yeah. people right now, as, as we speak right now, you and I, across the United States, that many people have just died in an automobile accident of some sort Group. right now, as we speak.
7: That's, that's, that's the irony of it, Wolves. Yeah, And, um, you know, it, it, and when this happened, the timing of it all was just so crazy. Because Saturday night, LeBron James was in Philly. And he was on the verge of surpassing Kobe for the number three spot on the all-time scoring list in the NBA. And Kobe said he would not want to be there because he wouldn't want to take away from LeBron's moment. How ironic is that? That he didn't that want to be there. Yeah, that
1: is irony. <laughs> That's irony. It's, it's, it's Most of all ironies is like he he could have been there, but he decided not to.
7: Yeah. I was watching that. Out, that I was talking about, you know, what, what Kobe meant to LeBron growing up and coming out of high school as did Kobe and, Kobe gave him some shoes back in 2001 and autographed him and all that, and he wore them in a high school game. But, uh, you know, guys, I was never a big Kobe fan. Now, I will say this. Once he retired, and I got to understand him a little bit better, the competitor he was, I always thought he was a cancer on the Lakers when him and Shaq could not get along. But after learning some things about Kobe, he was just one of these guys, he was all business. You know, Shaq was kind of like the, the goofball, the class clown. Kobe took it a lot more serious than Shaq did, and I think he held his teammates accountable to a certain degree, and they, they just didn't. They thought he was too serious at times, but that's where he gets that mamba mentality, and I have a lot of respect for Kobe as a competitor. I think that uh, what made him so mad with Shaq, was well, Shaq didn't work his ass off in the offseason like Kobe did. You know, Kobe was the consummate worker, and Shaq would come in there 20 to 35 pounds overweight, uh, didn't work on his free throws like he should have, and Kobe, that's, that, that's what got Kobe and. And they clashed a lot. And you got got to give Kobe credit. He didn't back down from nobody. I mean, you know, Shaq had seven inches and over 100 pounds on Kobe. And Kobe didn't back down from him a bit. He spoke his mind. yeah, Kobe was a hell of a competitor. Well, and and, and I'll
2: agree. I'll say this, and and I said it yesterday in a social media post. But I I wasn't a, a, a Kobe fan. Matter of fact, I probably was the opposite in rooting against him. And... You know, I, I talked about it. I, I got to see Kobe play one time in person in Memphis, and uh, he was playing the Grizzlies, and and uh, it, it come down to a, a final possession. And I, I remember looking around at everybody, and I said, y'all, <laughs> I said, it's over because the Lakers had the ball. I said, Kobe Bryant is about to end this thing. And, and of course, I was pulling for the Grizzlies. I wanted to see the Grizzlies do well. Obviously, I'm a lifelong Bulls yep. fan, but when you know I'm over in Memphis, I want to see Memphis do well. And uh, I said, uh, Kobe's about to end this thing. And uh, they came back from a big deficit, the Lakers did, and lo and behold, it goes into Kobe being Bryant, and he daggers the Memphis Grizzlies. And I looked, and I said, I told you. I mean, you just yep. knew – and and I'll say this, um, I, I did. I, I've always respected Kobe and his game. Um, there there were times during his career that I was like, "Man, what is this dude doing?" And but I've always believed, and I'll still believe this, and I'll probably believe this till I go to my grave that Kobe Bryant is the closest thing we'll ever see to Michael Jordan. Well, that, that's what I, I was. That was
1: 100%. that was one thing I was going to say is that what was the the what was similar about Kobe and Michael Jordan? They both. Had a work ethic that was out of this world, and it,
2: yeah, and you know what? It, well, Walt-
1: but, but the thing was, but it was it was so much to a point that it it really pissed people off. Teammates, that's yeah, exactly right.
2: But the thing, oh, you know what?
1: But the thing, was, but the thing was, but the thing was, you you hear these stories? Michael having fist fights with teammates, Kobe the same way because they demanded so much out of you. If you're going to be my teammate, this is what you've got to do.
2: Well, and he emulated Mike. <laughs> in every way imaginable yeah, and so he is almost like if you could if you could clone if you could have cloned mike is kobe and you know of course mike come out with his statement yesterday and he basically said he was like my little brother and the 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 two were so similar and i'm sure you guys have all seen the video edit that is them mirroring each other Mm -hmm. and uh it's almost creepy how much they look alike on the court you know, and especially with uh, the turnaround fade. But um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, I'll say this. The world is not a better place without him and those involved. And uh, this one's going to take a while to try and wrap my mind around. The closest thing that I can think of to this in recent years was when Dale Earnhardt lost his life. I, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and I've never been a big NASCAR guy. I pay attention to it, but I've never been a big NASCAR yeah. guy. But I, I just recall that day, and you're going, but wait a minute. Like, that's not supposed yeah. to happen.
1: Well, and, and you know the no. thing is, they didn't call him the intimidator for nothing. And he and he made a lot of people.
2: Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Same but, thing. but I love what yeah.
1: Cody yeah. Hogue says here on Facebook Live. He said, hey, if nobody roots against you, what's the point of being great?
2: That's exactly right.
7: That's true. And, and you know what's funny is Kobe. Some of his younger teammates would say, "Hey, uh, uh, we want to practice with you, man. We want to go, you know, pra- uh, have one of your sessions with you." He said, "Okay, be at the be the Staples Center at two uh, 30. Okay, well, yeah, uh, you want to grab some lunch then? No, no, two thirty a.m. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah, and he would go. one Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they say he, he went on like three to four hours of sleep daily? Also, like he didn't sleep very much, did he?
2: Well, and everything that I have ever read over the years about Kobe Bryant was was just that. I mean he had the mentality and and I can understand it to a to a really good extent. He had the mentality when everybody else is sleeping I'm working, and uh that's how i'm going to get you but you know the other thing he would
1: yeah. he would do funny you say two thirty is that mm-hmm. he would he would actually walk teammates out the door and just say Go home if 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 practice was at two thirty and you showed showed up at two thirty five he would walk you out the door yeah. and just say, go home. See, and, and, I was but, wrong but, but nobody, but, but nobody questioned him on doing that, but he, he made a point. He's like, look, if you're going to be professional, you're going to be in this league. It, when the coach says 2.30, that means we're all on the court. We're ready to go at 2.30, not 2.35. So yeah. go, go home.
7: I was wrong, Walls. I was wrong. I thought Shaq I, – I, I, I sided with Shaq this entire time all these years and then you know, come to find out, Col- Kobe just wanted to hold his teammates accountable. He wanted them to work just as hard, if not harder, than him. Well, and you know, Shaq,
2: Sha- uh, Shaq Sha- had a reputation, Zach. He had a reputation yeah. of of just what always. you're talking about. He had that reputation, and he would always show up. He was always overweight. He, he always showed up overweight uh, when the season began. If you go and look at Shaq's career, and I love Shaq, so I hope nobody thinks I'm just picking on him, but He always showed up overweight for the season. And if you'll go back and if you'll look at his numbers from beginning to end, you'll see the difference. If you'll just look at him from preseason game one that he actually played to by the time they were making a a title run, look at his body and look at the difference. You go look at Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant looked the same all the time in regards to taking care of himself. And so – It was, and that again is another comparison to Michael Jordan. Mike was the same way, and I can't wait till that 10-part series comes out because I can guarantee you there are going to be people that talk about how much they hated Michael Jordan because of how demanding he was. Kobe was yeah. the same way. He demanded excellence. He demanded it. And, yeah. I, and I love these people coming out now. Uh, I seen Joe Klein made a post uh, this morning, and he talked about playing with Kobe briefly. And he said when Kobe came into the league, he said he recalled telling his wife, man, I, I, I hate these kids. You know, he was not a fan of kids coming straight out of high school into the league. And so he had already made up his mind on Kobe that, oh, here's this high school kid coming into this man's game. And he said, after I watched him work and the way he practiced and the way he interacted with everybody, he said he changed his entire tune. He said that was a man. He showed up as a man and drafted at 17 years old. He showed up as a man.
1: You know, our, our uh, yeah. Peter Van just texted me. He said one of the saddest days. Today, Kobe changed the face of basketball. But I said this yesterday on in, in social media. He was the generational gap between Michael and LeBron. And I said yesterday yep. that 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 he was that that in between uh, from from like I said LeBron and, and Michael. And the thing was that Kobe would sit there and look Chuck in the eye, Bill and in the eye, Charles Oakley in the eye, and say, "Come and get some of this," and didn't back down. Hey, let
6: me say.
7: Let me say this. I don't want to take a swap at LeBron here, but one thing about Kobe that I that I respected the hell out of was he 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 looked forward to the challenge to prove he could win with that Shaq. Whereas you know he wanted to prove, hey, I don't have to have this big guy, this big dominant center that I you know he's won the last three MVPs in the finals the last three years in a row. I don't have to have him with me to win a title. You know, whereas LeBron would go around and try to try to make an All Star team, Kobe reveled in trying to prove he could win without Shaq, and it took him about four or five years. But he got back to the finals three years in a row and won it twice in nine and ten. He got two finals MVPs. And to me, the Lakers, that version of the Lakers, 2000s were the NBA what the Lakers were in the 80s with Magic. And I think that him and Magic, I think Magic's 1A and Kobe's 1B, those are the two greatest Lakers of all time. You know, five rings apiece. And Kobe come closer than any other player to matching Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game back in the 60s. 81 points against the Raptors in 06. And uh, he's 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 definitely a top-ten player, in my opinion, without
2: a I, doubt. I, uh, I find myself wondering, and I have over the last, I'd say, almost 24 hours at this point, but I, I wonder if Jerry West doesn't make the trade for him, how do we view the Charlotte Hornets? Right. Oh yeah, you, you know what I mean, like yeah. because I know undoubtedly. I don't care where Kobe would have went, he would have made them compete. No matter, I, I don't he care, Lakers. He- it doesn't matter. You could you could send him to the armpit of America, and that dude's going to make them a competitor. And so he is. Uh, I often wonder that now. And uh, I watched the interview with Jerry West last night, and you could tell the yeah. impact uh-huh. that Kobe that Kobe had on Jerry West. And, uh, you know, yeah. Jerry West couldn't hold it together. And I uh, also and watched a video a to- video of him, too. They asked Kobe who his top five of all time was, and they said, and would you put yourself in it? He said, I would never put myself in, the, in my own top five. And uh, he, he ran through it all. And, of course, uh, Magic Mike, yeah. and I'm trying to remember who all he put, but he had Jerry Magic West in there Mike as well. Bird.
7: Magic Mike, Bird, West, and Akeem. Yeah, that's what you took the words right out of my mouth. See, that to me was really humbling. Him, he said, "I've never put myself in the top five. I take my, I take what I've learned from other guys that have taught me." And he said, "He named Magic and Jordan and Bird and Jerry West and Akeem and Lodge one And I, I really, respect, he never said, "I'm, I'm the greatest. I'm the best." He just said, "I would never do that." And to me, that was really humble, humbling of uh, him to do. You know, and and I, I admired him for saying that. I, you know, a lot, a lot of respect for him for saying that. Sure did. Yeah. But. Anyhow, but huge loss. It, it's a shame too because this year he would have been inducted into the 2020 Hall of Fame with uh, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. So it's uh, it's it, 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 it's a shame, you know. He he missed out on that. So, yeah,
2: yeah. it's it's a shame for a lot of reasons, Zach. And uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll uh, do the best we can, man. I appreciate the call.
7: Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good one.
2: See you, buddy. That's uh Zach on the Back in Action Hotline. We'll get ready to hit break number one. And uh when we come back, we will get into uh we will get into today's uh Calmer Solutions hot topic of the day. And uh you might imagine who it might be about. So uh we'll get ready to uh get into that coming up next. And uh we'll talk more about uh the life and times of Kobe Bean Bryant by request. Lil Wayne's Kobe Bryant going out to my man, David Carnes, RWRC Radio, live from the Unico Bank Studios, right here on 95.3, the ticket, AM 970. Of course, the new 96.9, Ritter Communications, Town Channel 21, the Facebook Live, and uh, of course, the Tune In Radio app. We'll be back.
4: So mean catch me at the game, sitting next to Goldstein, Coco Brian Nike's purple gold strings, Coco in the game, don't get no black mamba attack conquer, basketball beast, rap rap monster, crossover good.
2: This segment has been brought to you by the official barber of Red Wolf Roll Call Radio, Ace of Blades. Asa Blade's now in their brand new location, 3227 East Matthews Avenue right here in Jonesboro. Barber Toby Stoker specializes in men's and boys' haircuts. Open Tuesday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and by appointment only on Saturdays.
0: I was having severe headaches. I had been to medical doctors, I had been to the emergency room. All they were doing was giving me pain medication. I would help anyone that had problems with their neck or back that they need to see Dr. McElroy. Uh, He has done a wonderful job with me and I have sung his praises (laughs) to everybody that I see. If you have back pain
6: or neck pain call my daddy. If you're out of action get back now.
4: of suits, sports coats, slacks, and even next-day tuxedo rentals. Any style, all budgets. 2612 East Middleton just off Red Wolf Boulevard, next to Steamroller Blues. Or shop online at orvilsms.com. Like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram. Hi, it's me, your nose. I'm so congested. Use the Vicks Sidex nasal spray, would you? Mouth breather. Yeah, the Vicks Sinex nasal spray starts working in seconds and lasts for up to 12 hours. I can breathe again. Vicks Sinex nasal spray is incredible. (sighs) I
2: feel like a whole new nose.
4: Oh, let's buy a new car so we can smell it. Oh, we're really breathing now. For nasal congestion relief, get Vicks Sinix and breathe freely fast. Use as directed. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available at the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey, guys. Good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hims makes it extra affordable. And right now, get your first online visit totally free when you go to 4 joy. Sure beats paying for an in-office doctor's appointment, doesn't it? Plus, you won't need to deal with awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. HIMSS connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. HIMSS makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to HIMSS, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit.
5: Come to United Pawnbrokers Brokers on G-Street across from Sonic. You'll find what you're looking for at the guaranteed lowest price. United Pawnbrokers Brokers on G-Street across from Sonic.
4: Stadium Auto Body, take care of you. Changes everywhere, even in the auto body industry. Stadium Auto Body is changing with the industry to adapt to deliver you excellent quality repairs, superior customer service, and a quick turnaround time start to finish. Stadium Auto Body gets you back on the road fast.
0: There's another world inside of me that you may never see. There are secrets in this life that I can't hide. Somewhere in this darkness, there's a light that I can't
6: find. Maybe
0: it's too far it's a away. Day, um,
6: unbelievably sad, and um, one of the more tragic days that. Uh, I think, well, for me, it's just, the rally is just kind of sitting in because um, I was just told probably about, you know, five minutes ago. Um, he burned so competitively hot and uh, the desire to win, anytime he was in the game, he'd, t- he'd take on their, their, their best player and uh, shut him down for, you know, all 48 minutes. And that was one of the more impressive things, I think, throughout this entire career. And then, you know, when he ruptured his Achilles and went to the foul line and made his shots, I mean, that's, that's tough.
2: Well, Tiger Woods on the death and the passing of Kobe Bryant, forty-one years old. Of course, his daughter Gianna, thirteen years old, and uh, we will talk about the others uh, now that the names are being officially released. And uh, it's a tragedy, no no matter how you try to no matter how you try to spin it. It's there's there's no good way. Uh, there's no good way. And it shows you the impact that one man can have, uh, when the entire world is talking about him Uh, and he's, his, his impact was far greater than just on the court. It was off the court. And, uh, when you think about, you know, I, I think about how this could be a movie, you know, uh, Kobe Gianna and the other passengers getting on the helicopter headed to the, uh, the Mamba Basketball Academy, and uh, we're just trying to just just be a dad, you know, just be a dad and uh, take his daughter to play basketball along with some of her teammates and their parents, and it's uh, it's gonna be hard to uh, it's gonna be hard to wrap. Wrap, wrap our mind around for a long time. Back in action, hotline 870 MC Express text line 870-372-RWRC at 7972. And, of course, as always, you can reach us all across that bright and very, very shiny, freshly vacuumed Rhino Car Wash social media sideline, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook on this My Jam Monday. We're going to get into today's Calmer Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. I wanted to bring RB in here, who's a uh, lifelong Laker fan, and uh, get his take on this. And of course, we'll start with the Hot Topic of the Day, and then we'll get uh, RB's take on uh, this tragedy involving uh, Kobe Bryant. So uh, let's get into today's Hot Topic of the Day, brought to you by Calmer Solutions. Hey, business owners, how about you take care of your business and you allow Calmer Solutions to take care of the technology? Well, we wanted to make it very uh, very simple today uh, with this Commerce Solutions Hot Topic of the Day. Is Kobe Bryant the greatest Laker of all time? To me, it's a two-man race. I know some people would bring uh, Kareem into the fold, but to me, it's between Kobe and Magic. And uh, right now, early voting on our Rental Car Wash social media sideline on Twitter, 100% yes, no question. Kobe Bryant is the greatest Laker of all time. No votes as of yet for no, not quite. Um, And I will uh, now pass it off to the one, the only, RB.
0: What's up, brother? He is not, in my opinion, he's not the greatest Laker of all time. But he is, I will say Magic is one. Kobe is a very, there is a short distance between one and one A. Mm-hmm. and Kobe is 1a mm-hmm. and I think to if if you say okay who is the greatest Laker of all time you have to make sure that these Lakers whoever you're considering if you think it's Kareem you know Kareem wasn't originally a Laker so I think you've got to go with someone that's what I been, told walls earlier yeah, you got to go so with so he's got to be out of the equation which, in you my know, obviously Kareem man I mean he had some great stats, had mm-hmm. a great career with LA, but you know, he won a championship and he had a great career with Milwaukee.
2: That's what I told Walter So earlier. that's why I took him out of the equation.
0: Yeah. Uh but I, I wouldn't say that that he's not. You can't make an argument either way on or you can make an argument either way on that. You know what I'm saying? Uh to say that Magic is not as or that Kobe is a better Laker than then Magic, I, I think Kobe would argue with that. You know, uh, Magic is, is the quintessential L.A. Laker. And I think most people, especially our age, when, they, when you think of the Lakers, you see Magic Johnson you know, smiling. And uh, I think it's just when we grew up. Mm-hmm. So you ask someone 20 years younger than us, is he the greatest Laker of all time? Obviously, they're, gonna, they're, they're probably going to say yes. I think that's a, you know, I think it's a generational thing. But to me, what Magic did, and I think maybe Magic had more talent around him than Kobe did. You look back at some of the, the the mid, even early, even late 80s when they went on that great run in the 80s, I think Magic had more talent around him. You know, he had Kareem. He had, uh, you know, he had, uh, who else? Uh, he had Michael Cooper. He had... Uh, James know, Worthy, James Worthy, uh, Byron Scott, those yeah. guys. And, uh, you know, you would even have to say Rambus. Well, you know, I say, don't forget Kurt Rambis. Yeah, you, you, you got to, exactly. <laughs> no, you yeah. got to put the clothesliner in there. Let, let's let not forget Kurt Rambas, Right, who right. really was a, he, he was a big part of that. I mean, he was a, a pretty good defender. But if you look at the talent, I think, that Magic had around him in the 80s versus the talent that Kobe had when they won the back-to-back. I'm talking about without Shaq. Mm-hmm. I think there's no question Kobe doesn't have the talent around him. I, I don't understand
2: it. why you're disrespecting Paul Gasol like that. I, I don't and, understand. And Paul <laughs> Gasol was at his best he was.
0: when he was with the Lakers. You know why? He was. Because Kobe was on him and on him and on him to be more aggressive. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, who do you – put a let's say you had them play each other you know who do you put on cooper and who do you put on byron scott Hmm. rick fox right yeah okay robert ory well i mean whatever but i mean to me those guys i think magic had more talent around him
2: i would say that that's fair i I would say that's fair um to to me i've went back and forth with myself on my own question you know this uh, I came up with this hot topic yesterday while I was just trying to marinate because it, it just hit me, and I was like, you know, I watched that draft in 96. I, I see the Hornets take uh, take Kobe Bryant. Which and really then,
0: no one knew that much about Kobe. Yeah, no. Like, Who was this kid? No, but there were,
2: there were people, and, of course, me being a draft nerd in, in, in all sports like that, there were people that were talking about this kid when he was – 16 and 17 years old, going, he could play in the league right now, and I was like, "Right, shut up, exactly." Like I'm like, "You're just being stupid right now," because
0: that wasn't a thing that really happened. And guess what? Yeah, he
2: he could have,
0: and it took him a couple of years.
2: And 20 20 years later, I, I have a hard time shooting a hole in his resume at all. Like yeah. I I don't know yeah. how I could hurt his resume because you, you just can't five yeah. championships. I mean, it's not like you can. And so I, I think this, and, and we're going to have the top of the hour break here momentarily, but I, I think looking at Kobe and looking at magic is why I get so frustrated when people, the moment that LeBron became a Laker was like, well, he's already the greatest Laker of all time. And I'm like, that is the the dumbest Thing that anyone could say, not even in the top twenty. It's, I mean, he's done nothing as a Laker, top twenty. He's done nothing (laughs) as a Laker, and you couldn't be more disrespectful to Magic and Kobe than saying something so asinine like that. Right. It's a two man race, and I don't think either answer is wrong.
0: Right. Me either.
2: Um, it, but, it depends
0: on your age, honestly, and,
2: and it does. And I and I agree with you. I, I agree with you. But look at the talent around him You compare the
0: talent, you, stat you, for stat, and and
2: I feel as if you're trying to change your answer, RB.
0: I I mean maybe
2: I feel I feel as if magical. I feel as if you're, Magic will as if you're convincing head. yourself that Kobe might just in fact be the greatest Lakers of all time. We'll talk about it. We've got a few seconds. We're going to keep you here because I know you're not busy. Betty is finishing up the dishes in there, so uh, you guys can't have your nooner until she's done anyway. We'll be back.
5: Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance.
0: Attention members
2: and guests. Oh yeah.
4: 2612 East Nettleton, just off Red Wolf Boulevard. Next to Steamroller Blues or shop online at MS.com. Like us on Facebook and follow Orville's on Instagram.
2: And now back to RWRC Radio with JC and Uncle Waltz.
4: What does winning this mean for you right now? You know, it means everything. I mean
3: we really work so hard as a group. You know, we sacrifice so much, we put in so much time, so much effort, and you know it just feels unbelievable to get here with a group of guys that are like brothers to me and you know we can all enjoy this together. I think you just get better, you just grow as a person, you grow as a man.
2: I see you with your family. How are you guys gonna celebrate tonight? Well we'll probably let them
3: have soda and we can you
2: know spill some champagne around a little bit. <laughs> Just believe it. Kobe Bryant passed away at the age of 41 years old with his daughter Gianna, 13 years old. And, of course, as I, as I mentioned earlier on the show, uh, the names have been released uh, of all of the victims of the helicopter crash. Uh, of course, we mentioned Kobe and Gianna. John Altabelli. Uh, Carrie Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, That is the daughter. Carrie is the mom and the wife of John Altabelli. Uh, Christina Mauser was the coach. Was a coach. Uh, Sarah Chester and Peyton Chester. Peyton Chester was a teammate uh, as well. And then, um, and I and I hope I don't uh, butcher this pilot's name too much, but Era Zobayan. Era Zobayan was the pilot. And uh, all nine uh, lost their lives in the tragic helicopter crash yesterday in Calabasas, California. And uh, just on their way to playing the game of basketball. And as I've said before, this is so much bigger than basketball, so much bigger than sports. Today's Calmer Solutions hot topic of the day today is Kobe Bryant. The greatest Laker of all time. Right now, 92% of the votes are saying yes. No question. Kobe Bryant is the greatest Laker of all time. 8% saying no, not quite. On our Rhino Car Wash social media sideline on Twitter. Uh, going to get the, uh,
0: updated voting. The no, not quite is a really good, that, that's a good response too.
2: Well, and that's why I wanted to put it there because if, if you don't have Kobe as the greatest Laker of all time, it's close, it's got to be very close yeah. in, in all due respect. It's got to be very, very close, uh, over on Facebook, 83% saying yes, no doubt. 17% saying no, not quite. Well, one of the things
1: we were talking about during the break, and, and we talk about this all the time about Michael Jordan. About, you know, Michael, you know, could, could throw that dagger and kill you anytime during the game by scoring, you know, a bucket. But what what made Michael great was defensively. Well, Kobe's the same way. People talk about you know, you know him offensively, but but you look at him defensively. He was a lockdown type of guy. He would lock you down. And so there's another aspect of of Kobe's career that a lot of people don't talk about yeah you know d- defensively how, how great he was well defense.
2: And, and that's why when you think of two-way studs he's he's uh, he's in that conversation that's the thing that Mike and and Kobe will always have over LeBron. LeBron plays defense when he feels like it. I've always said that LeBron James if he chose to do so, could be the greatest of all time. But unfortunately for LeBron, he has an on-off switch. LeBron is great when he wants to be. And, and, I, and I apologize if I offend anybody, but that's just the truth. If you are a true LeBron fan, you can look in the mirror and go, yeah, JC's right right now. Because he's proven it. it, it there, are, there is endless amounts of video proof that LeBron James has an on-off switch. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan did not have one. It was broken. It was broken from the day they picked up a basketball. It was broken. They only knew one thing, two letters, on. It was on from the moment they opened their eyes to the moment they closed their eyes and went to sleep. It was on at all times. That's what makes them so great. I'm not saying that LeBron's not great but when you start trying to put him in that category, let's, let's be honest, he has holes. He has holes. LeBron has holes, but they're holes that he has created himself. I have no problem saying that no one on the planet can stop LeBron if he chooses to be great. I'm, uh, there's no one in the league that can stop LeBron James if he chooses to be great. And that is the truth. He could have and would have went down as the greatest of all time if he chose to be great all the time. Now, statistically,
0: statistically. You got to compare years and games, the same amount of games. But uh, let's say career. LeBron, now, I'm not an apologist, and you know how I feel about LeBron. Mm-hmm. But statistically, on paper, LeBron, if you look at rebounds, assists, all of that, you add. You look at that as far as what he's done career-wise. On paper, it's pretty hard to say that statistically, on paper. If you
2: compare games, the same amount of games, it's not. The only category is, is really the one that's going to be a glaringly difference. Right, but you have to compare the amount of games played. If a guy played 19 years and another guy played 15 years, True. You, you can't compare numbers. Uh, how, what, but now many- now here's here's where I'm going to end this debate in regards to comparing numbers. Is today's NBA and emphasis on defense anywhere near uh, what it no, was? No, no, okay, no, no Thank no, you. No. It's over. No. It's over. We just watched, we just watched sure. the Atlanta Hawks score 152
0: points last night. Right. That, that wasn't happening in the 80s and 90s. This just not going to happen. I don't remember the Bulls, the Jordans Bulls, ever really averaging over 105 points a game. And I, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but they didn't have to. Because Not when you hold your opponent you play defense. to 87 90 points a game. Think about them bad boy Pistons teams which I hate and well, despise by the way. And that's but that's where Chicago got a lot of their grit. Yeah. Because I mean they were all they were getting offed by the Pistons every year. But I'm they a firm kind believer. Took some of that I'm the
2: firm believer RB that if a team in today is 2020 2020 however you want to reference it if there's an NBA team that will decide to buy in on defense, they can they can
0: run the league. They can own the league. We saw what Golden State did when they, you know, when they were. When they hey, first listen,
2: that's what people didn't around. realize
0: about Golden State was they became very good
2: defensively. They were very good. Clay Thompson, one of the best two-way yep. players in the league. And so, uh, anyway, all right, we've got our man Chuck. We'll have to help you hear this, R.B. Let's see what uh, our man Chuck has to say on the uh, back in action hotline. What up, dude?
3: Not much, man. How's it going today?
2: Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a surreal day, to be honest with you, Chuck.
3: Oh, I agree with you, brother. I agree with you. And, man, you are right about LeBron. I am a big LeBron fan, but you're right. He could turn it on and turn it off. He could have been great if he wanted to. I mean, he proved that the year before he went to Miami in the playoffs when he just shut down, dude, and let the team. You
2: know. And and I want to and I want to be clear when I say this. LeBron is great. He is one of the greatest of all he, time. He is great. But to be the goat, now that's a different story. It, and if he chose to be, and, and and I and I have no problem saying it as a lifelong MJ fan. If he chose to be the greatest of all time, he would have been.
3: Right. No, man. My opinion: the goat is Michael, and. Kobe was right behind him. Kobe is a, his era. You know, I grew up watching Michael, Magic, and all them, and Kobe. And, dude, it's Michael and then Kobe. You
2: well, know, and, and think about this. How lucky, how lucky are we? And, and I'm only going to pull some players. I'm not going to pull them all. But if we're just going to talk about those three guys, let's just talk about those three guys for just a second how lucky are we to go from Michael to Kobe to LeBron I mean how lucky are we if you're yeah. a fan of the NBA and of basketball to go from those three guys basically because that's that's where we're at let's be honest that's where we're at you're either a Michael guy a Kobe guy or a LeBron guy I mean when you because they're generational they're generational right. so you're you're I mean it's like they it's like the world's greatest relay team. Michael passes the baton to Kobe. Kobe passes the baton to LeBron. And it's like the greatest relay team. It might be the greatest relay team in professional sports. When you think about your your, And so I fall because I'm a, I'm a I was born in the 70s and I'm an 80s kid. So I'm a Michael guy. You've got I've got friends who are, are diehard Kobe guys. And then I've got friends now that are younger that are huge LeBron guys. Listen, I respect LeBron's game. I do. I I think he's – you don't see guys do things that he can do at his size. And so I do respect him, but he irritates the hell out of me with his on-off switch and with his childish attitude and things like that. That's what gets me the most about him. But, again, not to take away anything from this – To go from Mike to Kobe to LeBron, I think we're all lucky to get to see this in person.
3: Oh, yeah. Yes. I agree. 100%, man. 100%. And, you know, as far as the greatest Laker, I think Kobe's up there amongst, you know, Jerry West, Magic Johnson, you know, players like that. I just... I'm kind of torn on being the
2: greatest <laughs> but not the greatest. That's well, and, and I knew it would be a tough one and and our man RB is is in the studio today uh here in our Unico Bank studios and he's he's a lifelong Laker fan and and I just watched him go from telling me that Magic is 1A and Kobe is 1B but then hearing his his discussion and argument for it and then I almost watched him morph into Kobe is one A and Magic is one B. I think he's almost convinced himself of that, and and so I can see where you're coming from, Chuck. Because you know Jerry West, obviously the logo. I mean, it, 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 he's yeah. the logo. Let's let's be honest. And of course Magic Johnson. Wow. Magic is one of my favorite players of all time. Period. To watch. I mean, just uh, me being me being what I would deem an '80s kid. Magic, Bird, Malone, Barkley, Stockton. I mean, that was the NBA for me. That was my time. Yeah,
3: Isaiah Thomas.
2: Yeah, well, we don't talk about Isaiah now. Thomas or the Detroit Pistons on this show. Well, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm mean, just kidding. You know, I'm just kidding, Chuck. That, I'm that just was, kidding.
3: That was, that was Michael Thorne in his house or
2: something. Oh, it year, was. You know, hey, it the Jordan rules, huh? Yeah. You know, but.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would rate Kobe as one of the greatest Lakers. LeBron will never be one of the greatest Lakers.
2: What if LeBron brings you them know, two or three titles? Then what?
3: Does that make him one of the greatest uh, Miami
2: Heat? Then. Yeah. Oh well, no. I, so I mean, as like, far as Miami Heat goes, I would, I would have to say you got to put. You got to put LeBron up there. I mean, Dwayne Wade is the greatest Miami Heat player of all time. I would put Alonzo Mourning right behind him, and then I would say that you could put LeBron there. Okay. Just in accomplishments I just, alone. I don't.
3: Right in accomplishments alone, you know. But Dwayne I, I Wade is the greatest play Heat LeBron. player
0: of all time. You got to have White Chocolate in there somewhere. He played. Remember uh, that he was he was there for. I a would put years. White Chocolate in the Sacramento <laughs> Kings. Yeah. Error. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but, you know, as far as Kobe, I would say he's one of the greatest, but not the greatest.
2: Okay, one of the greatest, but you not know. the greatest Yeah. Okay.
3: Right. And another thing, man, I'm not cold-hearted at all. But to me, it just seems like that he's overshadowing everybody else you you understand what I'm
2: coming no, from? No, no, I know where you're coming from, Chuck, and it, it's it's a delicate situation. Um I I think we all know uh, in in here. I think it, it and and I talked about this in hour number 1. When when the news came out, uh, of course it's natural tendency to talk about Kobe over everyone. Everybody knows Kobe. Unfortunately, not everyone knows all of the other victims of uh, of the of the crash. However, when it came out, all of that stuff, for some crazy reason, for one, TMZ is awful. You know, they put this stuff out before before Vanessa or any of the family were ever even notified. She was she oh, was really? finding out by social media. You gotta be first. You gotta be first. You know, because TMZ wants to be first in everything. And so what happened was Chuck they weren't releasing the names of the other victims because their families hadn't been notified and of course TMZ did not know they did not know that those victims were on there they didn't know their names or anything but they knew that that was Kobe's helicopter because of the tail number they knew it was Kobe's helicopter so sure. they had no problem putting out Kobe Bryant and just died in a and excuse me in a helicopter crash but they couldn't put the other stuff out, so therefore, all we could talk about was the victim that we knew being Kobe Bryant. Well, now all of the names of the victims are out, and you know their lives are being celebrated now as well uh, on what has just been a, a tragic 24 hours. So a, a lot of it had to do with their names weren't out or confirmed, because I'll tell you, this is kind of how my day went yesterday. I was getting texts from people saying, oh, my God, Kobe. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I was in the middle of, of practicing. And I, I said, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And then it was Kobe was in a, a helicopter crash. Kobe and his four daughters were in a helicopter crash. Oh, wait a minute. No. Kobe, I mean, in, in the details, just kept going back and forth. And there was so much confusion as to what was really going on that I didn't even know what was real or what was fabricated. You know, and then, oh, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. No one else is reporting it. It's a hoax. Oh, thank God. And then, no, no, it's real. That was kind of how my day went yesterday.
3: Well, you know, even to yesterday, you know, they, they come out with that first, you know, about Kobe being killed. And then when they come out with his daughters, you know, they talked a few minutes about it and then went right back to him. To me, it, it's the news that that does it, man. It's not people. Well, I guess it is people. But to me, it just seems like they were more worried about his da- or him than they was his daughter, his wife. You know, and we got people dying every day across these sea in the military. We sure. got first responders, you know, that's dying. In, you know, like in fires, cops getting killed, sure, stuff like that. And to me, it just seems like the uh, actors and people like celebrities that get more attention. Yeah, celebrities get more attention than people. You know, nobody talked about his wife yesterday. You know, she just lost a husband, a daughter. You know that it was just that's what that's what I'm getting at. I'm Reporting on it, I understand it. You know that's news. You know people. You know he he was a great. He did a lot for the NBA. You know he was one of the greatest players to ever play.
2: Well, and continuing you to know. do great things off the court. I mean he's he's been one of the biggest yeah. proponents for the WNBA uh, for female athletes in sports. Uh, he's done so many charitable right. things uh, outside of the game of basketball. Yes. I mean it, he's he's done a lot you of know. things off the court. Uh, to to gain recognition,
3: but yesterday he was a father that died with his. Daughter. Agreed. It was, you know, he was on his way to coach her basketball team. From what I'm gathering from the news feeds and all that, you know, they were playing in a tournament. I guess his tournament, and you know, and to me, it just seemed like his NBA career overshadowed it. Sure. The the college basketball coach that died, his wife. And, you know, I only heard of five until you guys come on there. I didn't know there was a
2: Well, five. it went from three to five to nine. And, and so, again, the reports were so sketchy and inaccurate uh, early on that, uh, again, everybody didn't really know what to say. And then it, when all is said right. and done, it is now nine.
3: Right. I mean. And I'm glad we got something other to talk about than that sorry Pro Bowl yesterday, yeah,
2: I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I did not watch one second.
3: hey, you' the good one, man. <laughs> you didn't lose no time,
2: yeah, did not watch well, I, one second. I had
3: my grandsons I had my grandsons yesterday man they they had more contact going on in the football game,
2: yeah, it's pretty and much a flag football game now, man,
3: <laughs> right, but But anyway, I, you know, I called to answer in on your uh, question of the day. I will say he's one of the greatest, but not the greatest.
2: All right, brother. It's always good to hear from you.
3: Thanks for taking my call and go Buckeyes. Y'all have a great day.
2: See you, buddy. It's our man Chuck. He does say he's one of, but not the greatest Laker of all time. RB, uh, where do you stand on this now? Because I feel as if, you may be – it didn't take any convincing from myself or Uncle Walls, but I think when you think about the body of work, um, Magic in – Magic's obviously one of the greatest players I'm, of all I'm time. Period. a lot,
0: honestly, about Magic away from the game or away from his playing days and how he still stayed pretty locked in with the Lakers mm-hmm. and was – a, a really huge ambassador uh, for not only the team, but, you know, for the game. Mm-hmm. You can make a, it – it depends on your age. It really does. Yeah, I agree with you that. you the greatest Laker of all time. I,
2: I think that that's where also this greatest of all time thing comes in too. I think it depends on your age. I think that's why old heads like myself are like, listen, don't bring any of that BS in, in into this uh, arena here because Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. I, I think if you didn't get to witness it yourself, it makes it very hard to put into context. All of us in here went through the... The magic and the birds, and you know, and then into the mics, and then into Kobe's, then into LeBron, and now we're going into the Zion era. Mm-hmm. Whether anybody likes it or not, that kid is is the next one.
0: I hope so, man. Ja Morant. I hope so. I, I mean, ho- this this, Zion can this stay, and, and, me. and,
2: and and that was my whole thing about this draft class was man, we are rolling into what I think could be another tremendous draft class, and right now Ja is. Ja is going to be rookie of the year, barring anything weird that happens. But you look at that, and so we're seeing the baton. RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett with the Knicks. Unfortunately, he plays for the Knicks. That's my only thing holding me back <laughs> right. with RJ. But there's there this this class is really, really good. And so, but again, we're we're seeing another baton about to be passed. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, I'll say this might go down as the last great two-way player. And when I say great, I mean great. There's going to be some good ones. Klay Thompson is a good two-way player. Kawhi Leonard is a really good two-way player. He's he's on the verge of that greatness there as far as two-way players go. But uh, Kobe, as far as the killer instinct, the Mamba mentality, the thing that i think separates michael and him from everyone else is that killer mentality that killer instinct i i don't know that we'll ever see that from another player in the nba again
0: and i think that magic and larry had that too they did because they were the old heads yeah. they were the ones that would much rather
2: just punch you in the face and then move on you know it was just different like the generations that we're all from is just different Some young whippersnapper come in talking mess, well, he's going to get tossed around a while and then probably going to change his attitude. Now we've got load management and we've got (laughs) I need a break or my feelings are hurt or I need to go into my cry room. I'll be back. It's a different world now. It's a different world. And when I'm saying the last of the great two-way killer instinct, Kobe might be it.
0: Well, the NBA reflects our world in general. You know what I mean? Where people are overly sensitive and they're not no really question. they're not willing to go in and, and, and put in the work.
2: Yeah, no. There's no question. Uh Zach chimes in. Uh he says Kobe was a nine time all NBA defensive first team. Yeah, his defense is yes. slept on. There,
0: there's no question. There's no question. Yep.
2: Defensively but, but 12, that dude I think
0: twelve time. Uh, all, all defensive. Mm. I think first but, team is is nine. nine. Yeah, nine
2: times is yeah. In, that's and, and you go back. Strong. Yeah, you and you look at Mike. They took it personal. Yeah, they took it personal. These kid, these these kids today are like, oh, hey, you got thirty five, but I got forty. That that's what it is. You gonna get yours, and I'm gonna get mine. All right. It's almost like an agreement. You gonna get yours, but guess what? I'm gonna get mine too. I'm gonna be James Harden, and I'm gonna shoot twenty eight threes a game. But I'm also going to turn around and give up 30 as well, because I'm not going to play defense. And so it's just a different world. And I and I think Kobe might be the end of that. Because even Kawhi, as great as he is two way, I can still turn tune into Clippers games and Kawhi sitting on the bench. Because load management.
0: It's hard for me to say that Michael. Could you imagine. Or Kobe, hang on.
2: Let's go here for a
0: second. Could you imagine Phil Jackson
2: plan. looking at Kobe Bryant and going, Kobe, you're going to take off tonight because of load management. Okay. All right. Bye. Right. Well, it, yeah. It,
0: or, or Michael and Kobe even letting that fly.
2: I, did, it, I mean, it wouldn't matter who. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. What, what are you doing on the bench? Why are you not dressed <laughs> out? Uh, uh, load, load management, Kobe. Uh, load hell. And then the fight persists on the on the bench. That's what I'm getting at. It, it's we will never see. I don't think we will never. I don't think we'll ever see anybody like the likes of Mike or Kobe or any of that anymore because of the direction that this league is headed.
1: Well, another thing too that you brought up. Uh, you talk about you know Magic and Bird and Michael and, and Kobe, but but a lot of those guys, Charles uh, Malone. I mean, you know those guys. They 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 took they took it personally if 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 a team was going to score eighty or ninety points on them during the night and but it wasn't above them to go you know what if you tick me off I'm going to punch your lights out and I don't care if I'm suspended five games
2: well they they never cared about that they they don't care about that and uh, these these folks today they're not gonna they're not gonna fight you on the court they're gonna go to Twitter. And call you an ugly-headed poo-poo face or something, you know? You know what I mean? Like it's so childish, cotton-headed ninnymuggins. Yeah. You cotton-headed <laughs> mugging. All right, let's uh, let's go right back to the back in action hotline. Talk to our man Propane, aka Sweet Tater. What up, dude?
6: Hey, what's going on, guys?
1: Ah, I, uh, one of them days. About,
6: y'all was talking about you know the toughness of players and stuff like that. These this day compared to. When Kobe played, or Jordan played, or Bird, or Johnson played, I was watching the ASU men's basketball game uh-huh. Saturday, and you know I, I was never a really big NBA fan, but just watching some old videos or hearing y'all talk about it, the fouls that they call nowadays, they would have let it slide back in Jordan's days or Kobe's days, or you know some of the pastime players. Like, and I, I don't know a whole lot about basketball, but when somebody drives to the hoop and the defender puts his arm, just raises his arms up, and they call a foul, mm-hmm. man, come on. Just let them play.
2: Well, and and, and, and I'll tell you, Propane, that, that's the thing, and, and RB can't hear exactly what you're saying right now, but just talking about the difference in – you know, the the calling of fouls back in Jordan's day, Magic's day, even Kobe versus today where a, a hand check is you're going to the line. You know, and, and that's how guys mark like James Harden. You, you look at his shooting, and he might have went five for 38 on the night. And then you look up, and he still has 30. And you're like, now how do those numbers add up? And then you go and look, and you're like, oh, but he hit 20 free throws. You know, and it, and it, it's the nature of the beast. You know, you you breathe on somebody, and, and it's a foul now. Back in in Jordan's day, and even even part of Kobe's time, if if there was no blood, there was no foul. Like you know, you're 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 hitting the deck. I mean, you're going to get fouled, and uh, now it's it's I mean, it's a different league.
6: And I mean, if you was going to call for a foul back then, I mean, it was worth it. And it's kind of like, and I. I think uh, the big guy for ASU, number four, is that J.J. Matthews? Yes. Okay. That's like, I believe it was J.J. Matthews. This guy, I think they had already caught a foul on somebody, and he was just going to try to make the shot. Well, Matthews just grabbed him around the neck, or, or looked to be around the neck, and pulled him down. I mean, now, that's the kind of foul that they got called on back when Jordan played. Right. Or, you know, like you said, first quarter. and. This guy got ejected out of the game. I don't know if it was because he had, you know, uh, he fouled out because of that. But, dude, these these people these days, I mean, they couldn't, in my opinion, they may be bigger, faster, and stronger, but they couldn't play when the likes of Kobe, Magic, Bird, (laughs) Jordan
2: well and that's that's why that's that's why propane that's why I have the problem with comparing today's players to those of the 80s 90s 70s that's why I have a hard time comparing because the game is not the same can you imagine what Mike would have averaged per game if he played right now with a no defense and b the fouls that they call could you imagine the dude would average 50 a game he would oh
6: no you know no question um But, you know, y'all was also talking about, uh, load management and stuff like that. You know, I, I, now this is just me talking. I mean, y'all, y'all can agree with me or y'all can disagree. But, like, LeBron and people like that, you know, they don't care if their big time teammates take a night or two off. Right. As long as they get that championship. You know, the likes of the people y'all been talking about, you know, they wouldn't allow it. I mean, and in my opinion, there ain't one basketball player worth what they're getting paid. I don't care about a return of investment. I don't care about that. You know, a man that goes out there and complains because he got fouled, or, hey, you know, I'm working too hard. I got to take a night off. Yeah. They're not worth 30 or $40, $50 million.
2: Well, Uncle Walls and, and myself and RB, uh, we've decided that we're going to start implementing load management into our day-to-day. And uh, you know when when we feel overworked, bring more toilet paper, and, and underappreciated, we're we're gonna start taking load management days. By the
1: way, I put my name in the transfer portal.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, that that's good, that's good. I hope they have a hefty Uncle Walls, food bill. I hope you decide to
6: stay right there because I don't think you're gonna get picked up anywhere else.
2: <laughs> yeah, so you think Uncle Walls would be stuck in the transfer portal? Is what you're saying?
6: More, well, you know, probably, you know, in the middle of it. I got a
2: perfect example of what Uncle Walls looks like in the transfer portal. Are you all ready for this? I'm ready for it. John McClain in the air ducts and Die Hard. <laughs> That's Uncle Walls in the transfer portal. <laughs> Light, Lighting a <the> lighter. <laughs> hey, come out to L.A. Everything's uh. That's Uncle Walls um, in the transfer portal. But the
1: other thing I was going to say, you're talking <laughs> about, you know, the physicality of the NBA from back then to now. I mean, you know, you know how people, like like uh, back in World War Two, if a U.S. pilot shot down, you know a, a Japanese plane, you know they they put the the little sticker on their plane, this that whatever. Well, Bill Bill Lambeer, he he collected teeth because it's like every game he played, he's gonna see how many teeth he could knock out of the opponent's mouth, and he collected teeth just just to give you an idea. And, and, and but the, really the whole the bad boys of the Pistons, I mean, they all they all wanted to knock your teeth out because if you drove the lane, you were going to get – And it was
2: because they all took it personal. Yes. Period.
6: Yeah, there, there's no – I'm not saying they don't love the game, but there's not no love of the game. It's love of money. They're just playing to get the money that they're – their next contract or the contract they're playing for right now. That's what I think is all about nowadays.
2: Well, and, and I think if um, if they were all being honest with their self, like in today's time, I think even LeBron, if he would go back and be honest with himself of why he loved the game of basketball, what made him pick up a basketball the first time, because there's no question, even Kobe has admitted to it, They picked up a basketball because of Michael Jordan. And if you knew what really made Michael go, you would not be allowing the things that are going on right now. Because here's the deal. If LeBron James wants the NBA to change rules, guess what they'll do? They'll change rules. They'll listen to somebody of his star power. And so if he really wants to go down as one of the greatest, he needs to be... a a big proponent along with others that are in the game today of saying, whoa, 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 this is not the game that was left to us. We we have taken this game that was left to us by the greats before us, and we are starting to turn it into powder puff. We're starting to turn it into a 152-148 game. Nobody's playing defense, and we're not leaving it better than when we found it. That's what guys like LeBron James should be doing right now. Saying, "Wait a minute, we got to put the pump the brakes on this whole load management thing. We got to pump the brakes on this, that, and the other," because the guys before them, there's no way in the world that they would be okay with this.
6: Yeah, you know, you're talking about you know, Kobe picked up a ball because of Michael, or or you know, something along those lines. How many people do you see? Like I've seen a bunch of people on social media saying, you know, anytime I was shooting a shooting a hoop. Or playing basketball, I was screaming when I shot Kobe or right. hey, Jordan or something. You don't ever. I've never seen anybody say LeBron. LeBron.
2: There LeBron. will be. I've I mean, there's going to be. There's going to be those LeBron folks because I, I know plenty of of kids more the the LeBron age that are doing that. You know, that would say LeBron and emulating him. I, I just, I just hope that at some point in time he can realize that part of his legacy is going to be that on off switch. And people are going to remember that.
6: Right. Well, guys, I got to go, but I want to answer y'all's question. I'm going to say Kobe because, uh, you know, like I said, I never was a big NBA fan. But, you know, Kobe was what I remember watching a lot of. um, And I don't think y'all are much older than me. But, you know, like I said, I really didn't – I can remember 10, 11, 12 years old. I can remember, you know, watching Jordan and stuff like that in his early years but or in the nineties, but Kobe was what I remember as far as a Laker. Uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of, of uh, Johnson or any of those other guys, uh, just cause I, I, I didn't really grow up around sports a whole lot. I just picked it up what little bit. I know, which ain't very much. Um, I just remember watching Kobe and Jordan and, you know, guys like that. Uh, so I'd have to say, I, my, my answer to the question is, is Kobe. Um, uh, so, anyway, guys, thanks for
2: taking my call. Appreciate you, brother. Yep. Another vote for Kobe Bryant. And he, he does not it voted based on, really, Kobe's what he knew. He didn't really see much magic or anything like that. And, yeah, it's a and generational thing. It, it, it really is. And, and, I'm, and I'm good with that. But I, I think if you're not a little concerned with the direction of the NBA right now, you may, too, have a problem yourself. Or you're from – This generation, because I am concerned with the direction of the NBA.
0: It's just a bunch of soft jump shots. Well, and it's also turned into, it's also turned
2: into, we're not going to play hard until the playoffs start. Well, so what you have done is you have completely discounted an 82 game yeah, season.
0: You've got the preseason and then the playoffs. That's is it. What, is what you've got. That's it. And yep. so,
2: and, and I even heard them talk about it the other day because the Clippers were without Paul George. They were without uh, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, they were and it was load management again. Okay,
0: okay. And, and let me throw this in: if you are a season ticket holder and you have spent umpteen thousand dollars, no doubt on season tickets, and you know they're high there, it's a staple. Yeah. The last, wherever, or even the Grizzlies, you want to see Ja play. You want to see Jerry Jackson Jr. play. Uh, You want to see those guys play. You know, I mean, that's. that's
2: I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now, if I go over to Memphis and I see Ja Morant sitting on the bench and I just bought that ticket, they are going to throw me out. They are going to throw me out of the FedEx forum because I am going to tear something up. I'm just going to be honest with you if If I buy tickets to see whoever over there, and I get there and I'm like, uh what he's on the because I'm a, there's going to be a load and it's going to get managed all right because I'm getting tossed and'm and I'm, going, I'm going right to the clink in Memphis. That's the thing that I think people lose sight of, and that's the thing that I thought that the previous generations of the league did. They actually genuinely cared about the fans. I have a hard time buying into today's NBA guys saying that they really love the fans when they're taking off one every four or five games, you know? And then, and then the other thing I, I would say and that I would urge the league to do, Adam Silver and, the, and, and everybody in the NBA, if you're going to allow this load management thing, and they've already started the season early to give them more days off in between games. They've already started that. But I would urge them to not allow load management on the road. Don't allow it on the road. Because you have people buying Lakers tickets in Memphis because
0: they're only going to come through Memphis so many times. I mean, that's that's what I did. That's, what I, that's where I, I've i seen the Lakers play. Obviously, and, I've not been to the Staples And you see what Center. I'm saying? And then right. you get
2: there, and it's like, oh, okay, cool.
0: Anthony Davis or LeBron's not playing. Right. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Okay, and, and I, I just to watch
0: Caruso play. Hang on, can I resell <laughs>
2: this ticket that I paid two hundred dollars a piece for? You, you ain't ain't nobody buying it now, and so I would urge them to not allow that on the road. At least, at least at the Staples Center, you get forty one games to possibly choose from to sure, see them. Sure, and so anyway, but uh, not to get off topic here, but. <sighs> I, I guess your your closing thoughts, RB, and then we're gonna get into five random facts which you which you can sit in on with that as well. Stay with us, just stay with us the rest of the show. But I guess your your closing thoughts on Kobe and the greatest Laker of just, all time.
0: Just watching watching the the videos uh and, and seeing the pictures of him and his little girl. He called her Gigi and and how connected they were and how much he just loved no matter if you liked him or not. Yeah, he was a jerk at times. He could be surly, but he loved his girls, loved his girls, doted on them. I followed him on Instagram and it was, man, I mean, he, he was a family dude. Yeah. He screwed up. Mm -hmm. He screwed up in Colorado. He paid. I mean, he did that. He did that crime. He, you know, he's done the time and that's figuratively, not literally, but just the whole thought of now, Vanessa is without her husband and without a daughter, mm-hmm. and him being such a big part of Gigi's life. And watching her play, and it looked like Kobe out there with some of the moves, you know, from chewing on the the uniform and and just some of the moves that she made. And there's I, just a the loss that to me is, is heartbreaking as a dad, knowing that. Mm-hmm. You know, he, from all intents and purposes, he seemed like he was just in love with those little girls, yeah. and they were growing up. And and you know, I, that to me is is the sad thing. Well, and, and and again, you
2: too. I mean, you too. You're 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 a father of two daughters. Uh, I'm I'm a dad of two daughters, and and I'm gonna say this, and and I'm gonna sound selfish when I say it. There is nothing like. In my opinion, and I'm I'm sorry, fellas, don't take this the wrong way, but there is nothing like a love from a dad to a
0: daughter. I I, I agree.
2: I, I, you know, growing up, I always thought I wanted sons. I was always like, ah, you know, I got to turn them into this super athlete, blah 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 blah. And um, I always thought that. And I told myself I'm gonna have two shots at this, two shots at this, and then that's it. And just so happened. I had two daughters, but and, you got your athletes, yeah, and, and and I did, yeah. and I did, but I, I will I will say this that I absolutely would not change or trade it for anything. No, no, I mean my daughters are my world. Yeah, and that is probably the biggest struggle I've had with this thing that has that has occurred. This awful tragedy that is probably the thing that I've struggled with the most. Yeah is relating to I, – I can't relate to Kobe at all with his athletic ability, with his accomplishments. I, can't, I am in no comparison to him. But I, I'll tell you this, I'm I'm every bit as good of a dad as he is. Sure. Or was. Yeah. And it, so I can relate to him on that level, and all I can do is think about that and put myself in that position. Something that I've done hundreds of times is – hop in a vehicle, go wherever, hop on a flight, whatever it took to go with my daughters so that they could play. That is how I relate to it so much. Uh, again, the celebrating of Kobe is not his, just his athletic accomplishments on the court and and all of that resume. That resume is outstanding. But what he is as a man, a father, a husband in in relating that to to that little girl being by his side and all we have ever wanted to do as dads and as parents is protect our kids. Yep. And to know those last moments where as hard as it is to talk about, you know that
0: it hit his mind that there's nothing I can do. I, I just, I can't even imagine. I mean, I just, I can't even imagine. I spent an hour and a half with my girls last night, you know, via FaceTime and talking back and forth and just, just because of that, I mean, not only because of that, but you know, it it really it hits home. It hit it does. It hits home, man. It does. All right, we're gonna get into five random facts on
2: this uh, Monday. It's brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville, show off your stash, and we'll see if we can to lighten the mood a little bit, have a little fun uh, with uh, five random facts, and maybe even educate you just uh, just a tad. Here you go.
4: Orville's Men's Store. Show off your stash.
2: Uh, Uncle Wall's just Gus Malzond uh, RB in here, pointing at the seat. Run it, run it, you're run si- it.
1: You're sitting in on this. You ain't leaving.
2: All right. Five random facts on this Monday. Brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville. Show off your stash. Twenty six twelve East Nettleton Avenue, number five. call uh The layer of copper that covers the Statue of Liberty. Is is only slightly thicker than that of a penny. So that layer of copper is is just is is actually uh, slightly thicker than the layer of copper on a
0: penny. And meth heads haven't tried to get that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we gonna get that copper.
1: Even I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. And we'll you don't know it. We and, and, and,
2: and when I went to New York and went to see the Statue of Liberty, and you get close and you're like, oh, it doesn't look anything like I thought yeah. it did. But uh, by the way, uh, just fair warning, if you ever think about going and uh, doing anything to the Statue of Liberty, don't. Don't. There are there are trained, tactical men and women there just waiting on you to mess up.
1: Those little red dots will be on your chest. <laughs> yeah, you're like,
2: man, I tell you what, man, I didn't realize this black shirt had red speckles on it. <laughs> Don't do it. They're watching you. Don't do it. Uh, they're very clearly there. Yeah. Number four. Numero four. Random fact on this Monday is brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's online at orvillesms.com. Free shipping, always available. The number four random fact goes a little something like this. Uh, Benjamin Harrison. Okay, Benjamin Harrison. That was George's dad, George Harrison of the Beatles. Well, had two pets when he was president. One uh, named Mr. Reciprocity. <laughs> Golly, I can't even say this. Mr. Protection and Mr. Reciprocity. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Did you know what the two pets were?
1: Uh cats.
0: No. Any guess, RB? I can a, a ferret maybe. Uh, you you're you're in the ballpark at least. A couple of beavers. No. Well, it's
2: always good to have a couple of beavers on hand, but no, not that either. No, Benjamin Harrison had two pet possums. Yeah. Two pet possums. That's
1: good eating right there. Uh,
2: re- yes. Uh, reciprocity. Recip. Man, I can't even say it. Recipro reciprocity, isn't it? Mm, maybe that's it.
4: I'm yeah, a, I'm, I'm reciprocity.
2: Guessing. Yes, Mister. Yeah. Reci- Yes, it's nice beaver. Say it real fast. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Random fact on this Monday, brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville, show off your stash, download the Deals Around Town app today. Go in, let them know we sent you. You take 20% off one item in the store.
1: I don't care what his name is, he's going to the crock pot tonight.
2: Anybody know the state bird of Utah? Uh, the Mosquito. <laughs> no. no.
6: That's Arkansas. Never
2: no, the state bird of Utah. Anybody know? Falcon. Bonus points for correct answers. Falcon. Negative points for dumb answers.
1: Falcon? No. Okay. No. I-, I
2: don't know. This one has a bit of irony to it. The state bird of Utah is the California goal. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Man, you know, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Number two. Do a little dose. Random fact on this Monday brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Gift cards always available year-round at Orville's. Give the gift of Orville's for any occasion. Uh, We call chicken and turkey legs drumsticks, right? Right. Because it wasn't polite to say the word leg at the dinner table in the 1700s Ah. and the 1800s. Thighs and breasts were called dark meat and white meat back then for the same reason. I don't know what's wrong with saying, can you please pass me one of those succulent breasts at the dinner table? (laughs)
1: Well, we do refer to Justin Cook as the other white meat.
2: Yeah, but what's the problem? I don't know. What piece do you want? Ah, man, I'll take that breast. Why is that a big deal? Does everybody have to have their mind in the wrong place, a.k.a. the gutter? I don't know. I don't know. Number one. Number uno. Random fact on this Monday brought to you by Orville's Men's Store Shop. Orville's. Show off your stash. Prom season just around the corner. I don't know how many times I have to say it, but get to Orville's today. Get fitted. Get it ordered. Don't wait around and be stuck with that fuchsia. Uh, that fuchsia uh, lovely uh, getup that you're going to have there. Don't do it. Don't do it. Go get that tuxedo you want. Look good. And uh, make that lady or... Fella, very, very happy on this prom season. Last but not least, the number one random fact. The U.S. Merchant Marines had the highest quality rate of any branch of the military in World War II. One out of every 26 Merchant Marines were killed. Casualty. Highest casualty rate. One out of every 26. I'm like, one, two, three... No, no. Let me get in the next group. I, I got to get in the next group. Um, one out of twenty-six. Yes, the U.S. Merchant Marines had the highest casualty rate of any branch of the military in World War II. That's your five random facts.
1: Secreta like
2: On this Monday, brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's. Show off your stash, and we will roll right on in to buy the numbers. Buy the numbers. Brought to you by United Pawnbrokers of Jonesboro.
5: Come to United Pawn Brokers on G Street across from Sonic. You'll find what you're looking for at the guaranteed lowest price. United Pawn Brokers on G Street across from Sonic. Red Wolf Roll Call Radio Network. Time now for Buy the Numbers. Buy the Numbers is exhibition, not competition. Please, no wagering. If you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-BETS-OFF.
1: All righty, from the home office in Decatur, Alabama, this is today's Buy the Numbers. And this person goes down is the greatest. I said it. The greatest Basketball player in Arkansas State history. On this date 27 years ago, Sanja Tate had the third official quadruple double in a game. 29 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 steals.
0: Way to go, Sanja Tate. I hate to jump in, but she was one turnover away from a Quintuple double. She's true. Us that. That's true. But still, that's a that's impressive. Sorry. Oh, and by the way,
1: she's also All-American in track. She just did that for kicks and giggles.
0: Arguably,
2: maybe the greatest athlete of all time on campus at Arkansas State. There's definitely a debate to be had. All right, uh, we'll, we'll double up on DMRs tomorrow. Damn man really brought to you by Stadium Auto Body. Of course, two locations in Jonesboro to serve you, one location in Paragold. Accidents will, in fact, happen when they do. Your insurance provider is going to ask you, where would you like to take your vehicle to get the estimate? Where would you like the repairs done? Let them know Stadium Auto Body and that RWRC Radio sent ya. We're going to get ready to get up out of here, and uh, we'll be at J-Town's tomorrow from 10 to 12. The $5 lunch special will be on and popping from 10.30 to 4. So uh, go on and come out and see us, and uh, we leave you with a, a little voice to man it's so hard to say goodbye. Uh, rest in peace to all that were affected in yesterday's terrible tragedy, and uh, there's only one Mamba, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll continue to remember him, his family, as well as all the others that were affected. For Uncle Walls, for RB, I'm JC. I'll leave you like I do each and every day. If you're going to do it, do it right. And if you do it right, do it twice. Y'all take care. God bless.
4: Forever, but for gone away. No it's so hard
1: to say goodbye
4: to yesterday.
0: is going to leave all I know